You're listening to the B2B Content Show, a podcast about the how, what, and why of B2B content marketing. The show is brought to you by Conversa, a podcasting agency that helps B2B brands start podcasts to connect with prospects, generate content, and grow brand awareness. I'm Jeremy Shear, and my guest today is Jody Ruby. Jody is VP of Marketing at LXT, which is a global provider of trading data for AI. Jody, welcome to the show. Hi, Jeremy. Nice to be here. Thank you so much for having me. You're very welcome. So let's jump right into our topic, which is creating impactful thought leadership content. And let me just start with that term thought leadership. People have maybe a different take on what exactly that means. So how do you understand the term? Yeah, so for me, thought leadership is really about demonstrating your credibility in the market and providing value to your target audience through data or through subject matter expertise. It really can help people in their day-to-day jobs. So it's really showcasing that knowledge, internal subject matter expertise, like I said, and um, delivering that through different types of content. Okay, so... Now, again, we're talking about creating impactful thought leadership content, right? And there's a ton of thought leadership content out there, some strong, some weak, you know, it's all over the map. For In your experience, what are the basic building blocks for creating really strong, impactful thought leadership content? Yeah, so I think the first thing is really starting with your target audience. So really trying to understand who you are communicating to. And what are the issues that they're facing in their jobs? And a deep understanding of that and you can deliver insights. They're going to help them solve day-to-day challenges that they're facing in their roles. And so once you have a good understanding of your audience, then you can start diving into the topics that you think they'll care about. And you'll want to work with your internal subject matter experts to really frame up those insights that are going to resonate with your audience. So, you know, also if you're topic is focused more on what's happening in the market, that's when you're going to want to go out and do some market research and really get a finger on the pulse of what's happening in that industry so that then you can deliver those insights back to the people that you're trying to connect with. So it's it's really about teaching your audience something that they don't know, something yeah. that can help them in their day-to-day jobs that they can use maybe in a team meeting or in a board meeting or just in their day-to-day projects, building strategy, what have you. Um, and once you have that topic and the takeaways, then you want to start thinking about the format. So does this resonate or does this translate more into a presentation? Is it more of a white paper? Is it a webinar? You know, how do you want to deliver that? And you could also look at multiple formats. So you can take your thought leadership that you've created And you can land it in a white paper to start, but then you can look at creating a video out of it or doing a panel session at at an event or something like this. But you really need to think about how are you going to meet your audience where they are with that content? Mm -hmm. So really to sum it up, it's, it's really about understanding your target audience. What is the information? What is kind of that aha that you're going to give them that's going to help them in their jobs? And how are you going to deliver that content? Okay. Can we talk a little bit more about that, delivering that aha? How do you how do you learn exactly what that is? I mean, I know you have to really understand your audience, right? 
I think that's the key, right? Really figuring out, okay, what is it that's going to really engage them and be like, oh, wow, I didn't know that. That's a great insight. Like, how do, what, what techniques do you guys use to really figure out what that is? Yeah. So in talking with customers, you know, really gathering that customer data and understanding what are their pain points and what are the themes that you can draw from those interviews, from those conversations. And then, you know, looking at how are you going to deliver that information in a way that is impactful? You used the word impact earlier. And so, you know, working closely with, for example, if you're doing a presentation for an event, working really closely with your presenter to understand what are those themes that you're hearing and what can that speaker present with authority, mm. with confidence? You know, what is their background that they bring to that conversation that lends credibility to the presentation that you're delivering? And also, you want to have some relevance to the problems that your company can solve. So you want to tie all of that in together. You know, people going to conferences are really hungry for information. And I've seen just going back to conferences now in person, sessions at these conferences are packed. People, they will come to your booth, but I'm telling you, they want to go to those conference mm -hmm. sessions because they're hungry to understand how are people solving problems in the real world. And so walking them through really by step of how you as a person or how your company helped to solve a problem that's relevant for them is going to be very, very impactful. So you want to work with that presenter to flesh out that content. And the three things that you want your audience to walk away with after that presentation. So, you know, generally people remember three takeaways. And so that's what I kind of try to work through when I'm working through a piece of content like that is, you know, what do we want them to walk away with at the end of presentation. When you're looking at something like research-based content, you want to collaborate internally with folks maybe in sales and product, what have you, to understand you know, what are the types of questions that your target audience is looking for answers to. And again, people are hungry for data. They're hungry for insights. And so in, in our case, we, we work in AI. And, you know, there's, there's research out there about the state of the market and that kind of thing. But we were looking for something unique, something that could help, um, you know, elevate our brand and deliver a different message into the market. And so we came up with this concept of, of path to AI maturity. And we worked, I worked hand in hand with the sales team to understand, you know, what are the kind of questions that we would like for this report to answer? And what do we think our, our audience is going to want to understand? Um, and the other tactic you can use is to work with influencers. So influencers, you know, folks that are known in the industry who develop thought leadership of their own or work with other companies to develop their own thought leadership, they can provide insights as well because they are deep in the market and customers and prospects look up to them as folks who have the finger on the pulse. And so if you can actually partner with an influencer on your research, you can ask them, what kind of questions we should include? And they can also help you promote that research once you've created that. Once you've developed a, a report or what have you, you can partner with them to, to distribute it, which can be really, really impactful as well. So overall, it's, it's really about when I, when I think of it at a high level, it's really about what is that value that you're delivering to your target audience and making sure that you're speaking in their language. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, one other takeaway that, that I'm hearing too is that really good thought leadership content it's the the process to create it is highly collaborative this is not just marketing in its own 
kind of, you know, bubble churning this stuff out. It's bringing in, talking to experts, bringing in people internally, externally, that, that, that seems pretty crucial. I would say so for sure. I mean, you want to make sure that anybody who's customer facing is providing inputs, especially, you know, in, in our situation, we're, we're a, a tight team, a small team, and having input from all the customer facing roles is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So how much attention do you pay to what your competitors are doing in terms of their thought leadership, you know, efforts and uh, like, what's the value of, of looking at your competitors? Yeah. I mean, I think this is really important because for starters, there is so much content out there. Yeah. I mean, we are being inundated with content every single day. And if you look at the past couple of years in particular with what happened with the pandemic and marketing basically having to go fully digital, that just increased the amount of content that was being created, right? So I think especially for folks like us who do have kind of a more crowded space, we need to look and see what's already being said out there to make sure we're not repeating. And I think it's really important to look at who are your top competitors and how much content are they producing? What is the voice that they're using? And look for ways to differentiate. And going back to the path to AI maturity, that's what we really did with that piece is we were looking to create a unique piece of research because we didn't we didn't want to replicate what the folks in the market were already doing. Mm-hmm. And that was really an opportunity for us to to provide a unique value back to the market. Okay. So now this is kind of a tough question, but a question that you know all marketers have to deal with. How do you measure the impact or the, you know, the return on investment of thought leadership for either in total or any given piece like the report you created? How do you know if it's doing what you hoped it would do? Yeah, so that's a great question. There are you know, all the standard ways, metrics that, that we use in marketing to understand effectiveness. You can look at how many downloads did you get, how many page views, how many shares did you get on social media and all of that. But I think we need to take it a step further and really understand how our prospects are engaging with the content through the sales cycle. So for us, you know, we work very closely with the sales team and our goal is to deliver content that can help move folks through the sales cycle, especially when you have a long sales cycle. These pieces of content, especially when you're really focused on delivering value added content, uh, it can really help with engagement. So with our sales reps, you know, we're constantly making sure they understand what content we're delivering. And that way, when we have a new piece come out, it gives them a really good way, a reason to engage with someone who's already in their pipeline. And it, it, it helps build that relationship because the folks, the folks that they're reaching out to can see, okay, this person is actually delivering me something that could help me in my job. Or it's really, it's really demonstrating to me that this company knows the space. They know the problems that I'm faced with. And they can help me solve those problems. And so with, you know, with every piece of content, you know, we're making sure sales understand, here's what we have for you. Here's what's available. And please reach out to anybody who you're trying to keep warm because that's, you know, a great way to do that and build that relationship. And so what you will then want to do is then you want to look at how many of your prospects are actually engaging with that content. So are people clicking on your emails? Are they, are they downloading that content or what have you? And you can kind of look at that over time and see how effective your content is, you know, as you're producing it. Yeah. Okay. So what, what's your advice for marketing teams that want to create 
effective thought leadership content, that they see our content needs to be better. We need to improve it. What's the main takeaway here? Well, there are a few. I mean, I've I've touched on these already, but I'll I'll, I'll mention it again because I think it's worth reinforcing. I mean, really, it's going back to understand your target audience. You know, you might you may have multiple segments. You probably do have multiple segments, and they have different pain points. So they're different stages of their business, and you really want to make sure that you understand what their pain points are, and that you tie your content to a value-added concept or insight. We talked about the competitive landscape as well, and it's really important to differentiate. And then, as I mentioned before also, you want to brainstorm with your subject matter experts. You may be an expert in this space. You may have come from that industry, and so that's great. I think it's also really important to leverage the internal information and internal knowledge comes with the folks that are at your company, because most likely you have other people who have worked in that space for a while and they bring a different point of view or they can basically tell you, yes, this will resonate with our audience or no, the message is off or the the voice is off or what have you. Particularly, you know, if you're speaking to a technical audience, you need to have that credit. So you want to make sure you involve someone with a technical mindset and background. And then you also want to look at different formats. So people People learn in different ways. Some people like to watch video. Some people like to read. They want to see in-depth material. And so I think you need to really cater to different types of learning and make sure you have content that fits those different personas and how diff- how people learn. The last thing I would say, and so I, I know I'm, it's not one takeaway. I'm giving you That's several okay. takeaways, but I think it's important is to be flexible. And I'll give you a little story about this. So. Mm-hmm. When we were working on our Path to AI Maturity Report, we did our research, and then I started writing the report. So I actually wrote the report based on the research. And as I was writing it, I had an aha moment. This is actually not one piece of content, but it was two pieces of content. When I looked at the questions, I looked how the responses came in, and I was kind of looking to see how it was flowing. I realized, actually, we have a great top of funnel piece here, and we have a middle of funnel piece. And so I think having that flexible mindset and realizing that it's okay if your intended outcome was one thing and then you have a different outcome when you're actually working on the piece. I, You know, for us, it ended up being a great moment because then we ended up with two pieces for two different stages of the funnel. And our sales team loved it because they had a great follow-up piece once they'd already sent out the first report, right? So I think just having a flexible mindset and being creative about how your content actually ends up developing, being open to new ideas is really important. And then the last thing, you have to have a good distribution plan. So you can create all the wonderful content in the world, but if you don't have a plan to actually get it out to different channels and to your audience and meet them where they are, it's a waste. So don't just develop content for the sake of developing content. Make sure that you have multiple avenues for getting that content out. Okay. Wow. That's a lot of great advice right there. Um, fantastic stuff. And and I really love what you said about being flexible, right? Like you might start a piece of content with one idea in mind and it kind of naturally evolves into something else. And you're like, oh, this is even better. Or it's it turns out to be two pieces of content and have value in a way that you didn't totally foresee. Just being open to that seems really smart. 
I'll give you another story. Okay. This is, sure. yeah, this is, this is another example of being flexible, but in a different way. So I've been working on a piece of content recently with a writer and it's actually not turning out to what I want it to be. So we had started with an outline. We, you know, we all agreed on it internally. And then as the piece is being developed, it just wasn't coming together and it wasn't exciting. And I decided, even though we've invested in that, you know what? We're going to start over mm. because I would rather take the time to develop something more impactful than get something out just for the sake of getting it out. And, you know, that may not be acceptable in all in all situations, but I decided in this situation is really important for us to get it right. Yeah, no, I think you have to. Right. It's if it's not what you need it to be or want it to be, then you, what's the purpose? Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to get value from it. Well, OK. Wow. Great. A lot of great stuff there. Just one final question, Jody. How can people connect with you? Yeah. So I am on LinkedIn. That's a great way to connect with me. And uh, yeah, just people can reach out or my uh, my email is jodie at lxd.ai. So happy to connect with people there as well. Okay. Awesome. Well, we'll, we'll link to your LinkedIn in the show notes. So I encourage, encourage our listeners to reach out and thank you so much for a great conversation. Lots of really, really good insights in there. Thank you so much. That's it for this episode of the B2B content show. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts on any podcast app. And while you're at it, you might as well give the show five stars and leave an over the top comment about how much you love the podcast. If you'd like to be a guest on the show or you know someone who you think would be a great guest, let us know. You can contact me at jeremy at conversa.com. That's C-O-N-N-Versa.com. The B2B Content Show is brought to you by Conversa Podcasting. Check us out at conversa.com to learn more about how we help B2B brands start podcasts to connect through conversation with the buyers and decision makers you need to get to know to grow your business. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.